If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. It's Kev Lewin's decent to sandbox. What is going on, everybody? We are wrapping up a divisional playoff weekend. That was absolutely insane. The craziest weekend of football I've ever watched. Possibly including the best football game I've ever seen in my entire life with that Bills and Chiefs game. So in today's episode, we are going to bring you guys the preview for the AFC and NFC Championship. Before we do that, guys, go over to our YouTube channel. We just did our positional top 10 rankings for our safety position. That's just based on this past season, the regular season. So make sure to let me know what you think of my rankings before we get into the episode Always want to remind you guys, the parlay of the week is coming later on. As the teams get a little bit more dwindled down, we start narrowing down who's actually going to be in these championship games. The possibilities for parlays dip down a little bit. Before we get into the AFC and NFC championship, I also would like to introduce our Meet the People series that is going to be starting January 31st and will be published by the first week of February. So what the Meet the People series is going to con- include is people from our community of East Boston, of Boston, that are doing amazing things in their community. Uh, so just having the opportunity to have a conversation with some people, um, try and get them some exposure, and you know, just, just have a little conversation and, and focus it all back with sports. I think that's important. So we will start our Meet the People series with Joe Ruggiero. He's very excited to be on the show, has been asking for years, and we will see him very soon. We also have our second Meet the Series podcast scheduled, but I'll save that for a later date. Now, let's wrap up the divisional. We had the Bengals at the Titans. Guys, A.J. Brown's catch in this game was absolutely crazy. I can't believe how good the Titans defense actually played in this game. Nine and a half sacks. They were all over Burrow. And the Bengals offensive line looks so depleted. It's actually crazy that Burrow had as much success as he did. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how that carries over in the game versus the Chiefs. But the Bengals did already beat the Chiefs this year. So let's keep that in mind. I personally thought all the favorites are going to win this weekend. So that goes to show you guys that I was pretty much wrong (laughs) on just about everything. But it's okay to be wrong because you'll learn a lot from it. Next game, the 49ers at Packers. I don't know what happened to the Packers after the first drive. I was talking about this. And Devontae Adams was really good that first drive. I feel like he had two or three straight first downs. And then, you know, we really didn't see too much. I don't want to say we didn't see too much involvement from Devontae. But with the Packers, the offense just didn't look as successful. And I thought Aaron Jones was going to be a little bit more productive. We know A.J. Dillon did get a little bit banged up after that first drive. But... You know, where the Packers only scored 10 points in their elements and San Francisco had to play in the snow, that was a little bit disappointing. And it's especially disappointing because we don't know what the future holds for Aaron Rodgers. And this year did kind of rekindle the Packers and Aaron Rodgers together. Uh, We know the discrepancies that have happened in the past. But 49ers, you know, Jimmy G definitely didn't win in the game, but you could say that Debo Samuel did. I mean, that boy is just that good. 49ers are going to have an interesting matchup next weekend. When they first, the Rams, and this is going to be their third time going against the Rams. The Rams had a great win 
at the Bucks, 30-27. to And I want to really say that uh, Cooper Cup saves the day. I know that there's a lot of back and forth. Uh, Cooper Cup was wide open. He didn't really save the day. And here's the thing, you know, getting that open, I feel like has more to do with the bad coaching decision from Bruce Arians in the defense of the Bucks. I mean, the best wide receiver in the NFL this year, I know that's a debatable statement with Devontae Adams, but you can't single cover Cooper Cup with the safety over the top. With that much time left in the game, I mean, you do kind of have to play a prevent defense, and I understand you want to knock them out of field goal range and get the W, but at what cost? At what cost? And I don't know if it was necessarily worth it. That was a very impressive throw from Stafford. His best throw, arguably, of his career. And the closest he's been to a Super Bowl at this point. So, shout out Matthew Stafford. Shout out Cooper Cup. That Bucks offensive line was really inconsistent throughout the day, if you want me to be honest with you. Parts of it, they played good. Parts of it were not good at all. It's going to be interesting to see. What it looks like for Brady and Gronk going forward, I'm assuming that they're a package deal, so when one's done, the other one will most likely conclude their career as well. The Rams have an interesting matchup going against their division opponent, the 49ers, for the third time this year. Wrapping up our last game, before we go into our previews of the next, we had the Bills at the Chiefs. Guys, the over didn't cover until after the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter. Absolutely insane. There were 25 total points scored in just the last two minutes. That's not counting overtime. Like I said, I'll reiterate, it was the greatest game I ever watched. Gabriel Davis, what a playoff performance. 200 yards, four touchdowns. Tyreek Hill turning on the Jets when they were needed. Travis Kelsey coming up clutch with a catch up the seam. The nice touchdown grab on Matt Milano. I don't know if you guys saw, but Matt Milano was actually chasing down Tyreek Hill and did let up the Travis Kelsey touchdown, so that's going to be tough on film for him. Guys, the Bills were right there. I will be honest with you. My co-host, Kev, is not doing okay. The Bills definitely put up a game, but I guess 13 seconds is just too much time for the Chiefs, and going to be interesting to see how it wraps up. Now, we're going to move into our previews for the AFC and NFC. C championship. So to jump in with Sunday's first game at three o'clock, we have the Bengals at the Chiefs. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to share some X factors for both teams to potentially see how they can win. So some X factors for the Bengals. The Bengals have to get Joe Mixon going. He has to have a day. They have to use that to their advantage to control the clock. I feel like that's really important when you're playing the Chiefs. Defensively for the Bengals, do not let Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey beat you. Now, how does that happen when they're so good and you can't double cover them both? You try your best. That Bengals defense has been really good. They've been able to do it before. As I said, they won in the regular season when they last played. Going to be interesting to see how this game happens. And the Bengals, most of all, you have to play mistake-free football. It's so important. You cannot turn the ball over, especially versus this team. And you can't settle for three points. We need touchdowns at all times. Some X factors here for the Chiefs to win. You have to start early. Now look, the last game versus the Bills, they didn't start early. That game really didn't start until the fourth quarter. 
But this game, with the way the Bengals' offense can score, with the way we saw how the Bills' offense can score, the Chiefs cannot afford to start late. They have to start early. I also think it's in the Chiefs' best interest to prevent a shootout. If we completely eliminate the defense from the game, the Chiefs' defense is clearly worse than the Bengals at this point, in my opinion. And I think a shootout, I don't want to say it can get ugly, but if you want to guarantee yourself a win, take away the Bengals' offense. That's what I would say the second point is. And for the Chiefs, something that they don't do often, establish the run. It's extremely important to establish the run, whether that's Jarek McKinnon, whether that's Derek Gore, whether that's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Heck, even if it's Patrick Mahomes running the way he did in this past game, that's perfectly fine too. These are the X factors for the Chiefs to win this game. Now the next game, Sunday at 6.30, we have the 49ers at the Rams. This is really interesting because this is the third time that these teams have played against each other. We thought that we were going to get this playoff matchup with the Pats and the Bills in this round, but we saw it previously in the wild card round, and that is how the Patriots got eliminated. Right now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the X factors for the 49ers at the Rams. So the X factors for the 49ers to win the game, you have to run the ball. They've been doing it consistently. It's how they won the football game against Green Bay. The next factor I think is really important, feed Kittle. We saw all these games where Debo Samuel was really the focal point. I really feel like once you get Kittle going and you start bringing some attraction to the middle of the field, you get Debo going out wide, you got Ayuk, you got Juice Check. They got a lot of guys that can do a lot of great things. And the last X factor for the 49ers, force Matthew Stafford to turn the ball over. We've seen it happen. We know it can happen. He is trigger happy. He can pass the ball all over the yard. But it's really important to make him make tough throws. And Stafford has made some great throws. He's also made some uncharacteristic throws. Those are the X factors for the 49ers to win. And now I'm going to give you guys the X factors for the Rams to win this game. Now look, you could debate or have a debate on who the best wide receiver for the Rams really is. Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham. I mean, can you really go wrong with either? No, you can't. But statistically, Cooper Cup had a great year. What I'm going to suggest for the Rams to do, feed Odell. We saw how good Odell is. We saw how dynamic he is. He turned a third and 22 slant route into a first down, and he's just that good. I'm not saying that Cooper Cup can't, but I am saying that a lot of the focus should be on Cooper Cup. With that happening, go give Odell 10 catches because you know that he can produce. Odell will ball for you. Also, what the Rams have to do, scheme blitzes to get Vaughn and Donald Direct rushes to the quarterback. We saw how well that worked in this past game. They were doing a bunch of different blitz packages. They have Leonard Floyd. We know about their linebackers. We know about their secondary. Scheme some crazy blitzes, some misdirection to get the quarterback confused. We know how easy that can happen with Jimmy G. Also, the Rams, stop the run. If you make the 49ers one-dimensional, Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to beat you. I'm sorry, Pats fans. I know that he's your guy that you're rooting for now that the Pats are out and the Bucks are out. Personally, to me, Jimmy G's a scrub. I think that there's probably at least 15 quarterbacks that I would pick over him. I mean, he got replaced this year by... Trey Lance, who was drafted in the first round. Next year, we most likely will not see Jimmy G with San Francisco. And it's most likely because he can't win games like this. Going to be interesting to see. Maybe I'll have to eat my words. 
49ers at Rams Sunday at 6.30. Guys, this was my review and wrap-up of the divisional round, along with giving you guys a little bit of a preview, some X-Factors for the Bengals at Chiefs, the 49ers at Rams. Make sure you guys stay tuned for our Meet the People segment, our Parlay of the Week coming to you on social media later this week. And of course, guys, you know the deal. Leave us the five-star review. Because if it ain't five stars, we don't want it, we don't deserve it. Peace out, and we'll see you soon.